Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hobbyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Danny, across the way, how's it going this morning, man? So, I got the biggest waste of, like, excitement and, like, package delivery ever yesterday. <laughs> wow. Because... I'm a, you know, I'm subscribed to the um, Black Rifle Coffee Companies. Uh, I get like coffee delivered from them every like three weeks. Okay. Because uh, it figures out to be about the same price, if not a little bit cheaper than the stuff I, at the store, and, and like I, unlike the stuff I, at the store, it doesn't taste like um, just pure sugar. Yeah, I didn't realize you drank that much coffee, to be honest. Well, I drink like one can. It's like it's basically like Red Bull size can of coffee. Oh yeah, that's right. You drink the can. You don't make ground. Yeah, I don't. You don't make. That makes that makes a whole lot more sense. I mean, you can subscribe to get the the grounds or even the whole the whole beans delivered. It's up to you. But I just get the cans, and so, um, I get a I you know because and just I signed up you know with the um account with FedEx. So now anytime anybody delivers ships anything to FedEx to me, they'll tell me like they'll send me text. Hey, you got a package coming. Hey, it's out for delivery. Hey, it's been delivered. Yeah. And so I was out hanging out with my wife. We went out to um, like a late lunch, early dinner at Victoria Gardens, walking around, and I get a text. Your FedEx package is out for delivery from Black Rifle Coffee Company. And I'm like, wait, I just literally got my coffee delivered on Thursday, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be every two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, what could it be? Trying to figure it out. I'm like, well, maybe I want a contest because they you know, have contests where you're automatically entered. Yeah. As being a subscriber, and I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I won a contest. I'm like, no, they would have notified me via email that I, um, you won. That I won the contest, right? I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe I've been like, is it the anniversary of my subscription, and I just don't realize it? Like it's been a year, or <laughs> like two years, or whatever. It's the year mark, and maybe they sent me like stickers or something. I don't know. I'm like excited. I'm like, I got something coming to the today, and so I get home, and there's just like a, a smallish envelope sitting on my. Uh, doorstep I get inside I put my stuff down and I open it up and it's a it's like a postcard like you like when you go to like the wrestling shows or when you go to concerts and like you go out to your car and there's other postcards <laughs> yeah shows like either they're handing them out to you or they just put them on your windshield yeah it's it's one of those telling me to download and sign up for their app <laughs> Coffee delivery order box. I guess on not. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's kind of that's pretty funny, right? And... Like they had to have somebody package it, somebody address it, then they had some FedEx come pick it up, truck it down to my place, had somebody go out on a Saturday to deliver it. It's it's like in a Christmas story when he finally decodes his decoder ring. And it's just mad for Ovaltine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, first world problems, I guess. But yeah, that was just, I just thought that was pretty. I'm like, I was like looking at it for a while afterwards, like, like, and just utter like shock and amazement that they would actually like think that this was a good idea to mail this out. Yeah. This could have been an email. Maybe, maybe 
listen to me now. Maybe they did mail it to get a reaction like this, so that way you will join, because you're not just going to ignore the email that says join the email list or the app. Right. Sign up for our app. Or, like, if I uh, if I was in the coffee box, I could have, I guess, ignored it then, too. This way it's, like, stunt marketing. Yes. I mean, it's not the dumbest thing they did. They, they ended up putting, a, um, like, basically the gun that's on the A-10 Warthog on the roof of a, a Toyota Prius. Mm. The gun. Yeah. So, yeah, they have a Prius with that on the roof of their car. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that, but okay. Exactly. For the same reason you would, you know, mail out a, a piece of paper that says sign up for our app. That's fair. What happens when you have companies run by boomers, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you drinking today sean i am drinking a sour ale aged in french oak barrels with cherries and vanilla this is coming from um, ale song brewing and blending in eugene oregon um, abv seven percent so I poured it into a glass. This looks like it's very dark. Like the cherry gives it a very dark color. It almost looks like a like a red wine of sorts. You get as as you kind of smell it, you get you know you get you know it's a sour from the smell. You get a little bit of of the barrels notes. It has a very sour um, taste to it um, overall. Like when you, it's a very sour ale. Um, and I don't know if they use sweet cherries or what, but like I don't the, like the sweetness that you would expect from the cherries potentially does isn't there to like catch the sourness and give it like that balance. Right. Yeah, you sent a picture of it, and it does look very uh, viscous. It has a nice, yeah, it has a nice oak flavor in it. So I think it's good, but it's got to be somebody that likes likes the sour punch. If you don't like the sour punch and you're looking for something more balanced, this might not be for you. But it is pretty, it is pretty scrumptious. Yeah, I like the 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 creek the creek, yeah. creek. Kriki, Kriek. I don't know how it's exactly pronounced. K R E I E K. The Something basically like sour with cherries. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you see that on a sour, the Kriek, that means it has cherries in it. See, I learn things. Look at you go. Learning. I'm almost as smart as an AI. <laughs> what about you, man? What are you drinking this fine morning? So I'm drinking. One of the beers that your, as you say, Faja sent to you. My Faja. Faja, yes. I sent, I received a box of beers in the mail from, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I said that I've ever called him this to his face, but at least I think I've said it to you. But I make his, the name he goes by, his first name and last name rhyme whenever I address him, to at least to my wife or 
So instead of saying Dino Baroni, I say Dino Barino. <laughs> it just it's it's it, it flows off the tongue more smoothly. But um, yes, he sent me a selection of Colorado beers. So today I am drinking what from Wiley Roots Brewing Company Breakfast at Wiley's. It is a coconut and hazelnut coffee oatmeal stout. Keep co- it says keep cold, enjoy fresh. And it comes in at seven percent alcohol. So when I was opening it up, I noticed that it was canned on October of last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is that still fresh? Like, what's relative? Because sometimes they say like thirty days, but then some- sometimes they tell you like like three months or six months. I don't know. But when what I is fresh? It, what is fresh? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> don't hurt don't me. Hurt me. No bubble. <laughs> Off the rails, baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> this is me at work, basically, after working 60 hours and still having one more day to work. <laughs> I think that's anybody after doing anything for um, 60 hours and having to do more of it. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, like, when I poured it, like, it, it the, the head pr- pretty quickly dissolved. It's a little thin. It's not very, for being an oatmeal stout especially, but you can definitely smell the coconut and the hazelnut. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's definitely like breakfast worthy. It's not a misnamed beer. Normally I'm not a huge fan of coconut beers, but it's like a, I don't know, the, the balance of the hazelnut and coconut kind of... Uh, balance each other out it's pretty good it's not super sweet but it's definitely not like it has that bitter doesn't have that bitterness that uh stouts usually have either okay it's pretty good i'm i'm very i'm very happy that he sent this beer to me it's an enjoyable beer oh man so you know beers and not enjoyable beers necessarily um bud light has decided to jump well, they've been doing it for a few years. They figured out, like, with Golden Road and other breweries, where if you just slap a team logo on a beer, the people that are fans of that beer will be like, ooh. I mean, fans of that team will be like, ooh, the Dodgers are on this beer can. I'm buying it. Does it taste good? I don't know. It's got the Dodgers on it. <laughs> Sales. Exactly. So, like, Budweiser's been doing that for a while, like, especially with, like, NFL teams. They'll have, like, in different markets, they'll have, like, the Vikings beer or the Raiders beer. Raiders. Raiders. Or the city of Vegas. The Vegas Raiders. Or the Packers beer or Aaron Rodgers' next team, the Broncos beer. (laughs) Which... Coming, it's funny to come to find out that the dude that broke the story, Adam Schefter, just basically had no sources on that. He just yeah. uh, like made shit. Like everyone's like pissed at Aaron Rodgers because that story came out draft day that he wanted he wasn't going to play for the Packers anymore. And then the guy that broke the story was like, "Yeah, I didn't really have any sources. I just like I was just gathering rumors. Yeah. yeah, like he just I heard rumors but didn't correlate it with anybody. <laughs> Fucking dick." But so this time they decided they kind of did last year in the in the, in the World Series when it was the um, Dodgers Tampa Bay. So they basically took the concept of the rally cap where teams put their um, hats on upside down and backwards. Yeah. When they're behind. 
like, and so some teams do it, some teams don't. Like, the Angels don't do the rally cap anymore. They made a whole monkey. They have the rally monkey. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, the label is backwards and up, like, backwards on the thing. And uh, then the logo of the team is the right way facing, which kind of looks weird. But when I was first heard about it, I thought they were both gonna, it was both going to be backwards and upside down. And then I was like, ooh, are they going to get sued by Stone again? Like they did for the Keystone, but then I saw it. And I was like, "Oh, they're safe from they're safe from lawsuits from Stone." No, the Stone, you know, they turned their whole world upside down. Look with the beer labels. Yeah, they did. Attack, man. And so, <laughs> you know, when I'm like sit around home, sometimes I get home from work and don't really want to do anything, so I'll just kind of bruise through Reddit. And it came up, you know, it came, and I'm not subscribed to any subreddits just because then I'm open up to the whole world of, like, the front page. <laughs> and I came across an interesting story on uh, Today I Learned. Apparently roller coasters were, like, made, like, not necessarily invented because, like, like, it was weird. The way it was, the headline was written that roller coasters were invented for um, to stave off people from, like, immorality. But then you read the article and it's like, oh, they were already kind of invented. The guy just made it more like thrill seeking. Like he upped the speeds and added like loops and curves and shit. Because I was like, that'll scare like, him. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, dude, you can you can um, ride that woman for a couple seconds, or you can do a loop to loop in a roller coaster for a lot cheaper Woo! and less STDs. Looky loop. And it's 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 weird, like, because it's, it's like the late 1800s, there was a lot of different people um, putting a lot of effort into stopping dudes from masturbating. Because um, <laughs> another one that was doing that was um, Dr. Kellogg, who basically like created Kellogg's, the brand. Um, that's basically what cornflakes was for. They felt that if if, if men ate bland, boring breakfast cereals, it would um, tone, it would make them want to masturbate less. <laughs> Where's the science? Made up fucking science for that shit. Well, he's also the same guy that funded the study that everyone still quotes to this day that breakfast is the most important part of the day. Hmm. Especially if you don't want to masturbate, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a movie that came out like the mid to late nineties with like Matthew Broderick and um I lost her name, but um, called the Road to Wellville, where it's basically he goes to a uh, clinic retreat type, a retreat run by Kellogg, and for um, the fact that you know it was supposed to like make him um, more wholesome and pure. There's a lot of like girls walking around topless in the movie, <laughs> which, is, which was pretty cool back then because like we had no internet porn and like I was like like basically high school age. And you could, like, basically this movie would just show up, like, during normal daytime hours on HBO. Because it wasn't, like, an R-rated movie. It was, like, a big major release. And so, yeah. But it's just funny how, uh, reading this story reminded me of that, about how um, all this effort was put into stopping men from masturbating. But yet, when women had what they considered, what they called at the time, hysteria, basically, um, they would just... Um, their, their, their prescription was cocaine and orgasms. 
which is why like vibrators were invented was because the doctors got what they would get t- they, they they wouldn't have time to sit there and like manually masturbate women as their part of their medical treatment so they would just give them cocaine and a vibrator and send them home it's like <laughs> i'm sure a lot of women miss out on that med- that those those days of medical science can i just get some cocaine and a vibrator i think i'll feel a lot better <laughs> right and a weekend at a hotel Away from the family. <laughs> like, you know, go to like the hot springs or a massage, like a um, um, type place where they, you know, get massages and uh, relaxing baths, hot baths, mm-hmm. and some cocaine and a vibrator. That sounds like what I think a lot of women would consider the perfect weekend, especially like as today's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. There's <laughs> <laughs> some cocaine and a vibrator. Here's some coke and a vibrator. <laughs> uh, so fucking <Man>. terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Like, men, stop masturbating. Women, here. Here's a machine to help you feel better. Because, you know, everyone knows that women don't orgasm out of pleasure. They do it out of medical necessity. Jeez. And, you know, there's there's that subreddit, Bad Women's Anatomy, and apparently too many men think that women can only get pregnant if they orgasm. Wow. And they're like, for like people, there's always like, you know, the comments where it's like, if that was true, there'd be like a fraction of the people on the earth. (laughs) Oh, man. So another thing I came across in my like internet, just like, I don't really feel like doing, doing anything, um. Uh, times I was browsing on the reels on Instagram mm-hmm. and it came across this company advertising their product and okay. it was a coffee hot sauce company called Quali Coffee Hot Sauce that was all it took coffee and hot sauce huh yeah I mean it sounded interesting and like they're, they're like the way they were marketing it seemed kind of interesting they seemed like guys that like were like not quite desperate were but like definitely um like enthused about their product and it's it's from minnesota and it says it's small batch made the sauce is perfect on eggs and great on everything else so i i it says it's a unique blend of smoky pepper spicy habanero and award-winning coffee no really actual brewed coffee the result is a hot sauce that unlike anything there it says it's a palate it's a it's a flavor enhancer not a palate destroyer so of course, you know, I, I went the classy route and I tried some on a uh, Del Taco. <laughs> Del Taco, huh? Yes. They have a new um, chicken. They have new uh, tostadas. So they had one that was a like, chicken quesadilla. I mean, chicken, um, not quesadilla, chicken guacamole. It was pretty uh, good, actually. Hmm. Fair enough. I don't, and you said you were going to try your try it live on the air because everyone loves to hear other people chew food on a podcast, Sean. Is that what it is? Yes. That's good because my tamale is pretty good. Oh, and how's the hot sauce? It's it's pretty damn smoky, to be honest. Um, right? So, yeah, so this is the first I have ever looked at it. I haven't. I literally opened it up like before the show and then just put my food to the side with the hot sauce. If you smell the hot sauce, you get um, very smoky, um, you know, 
sensation out of it. It is, it's a reasonably dark hot sauce. I don't know if I get coffee really though. I get smoky and I get spice, but I don't feel like I get hot sauce. I'm putting some you more on it. Yeah, coffee. I, I mean, yeah, I get hot sauce. I just don't, I don't know if I get coffee. See, I think I got some, I got the coffee, like it wasn't, it's not like overpowering coffee. I think they maybe balance the coffee back a little bit so that you can taste the hot sauces. Because I don't think they want it to be like you're drinking a cup of coffee. True. No, but I think makes... just, I think the coffee kind of rounds out the flavor, maybe adds a little bitterness or something to it. But there's something there that isn't in other hot sauces. Yeah, that's probably, that's fair. That's a fair way to describe it. Spice level isn't too bad. Um, definitely not the and hottest. It's, um, no, but it's 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 definitely as good to me. I thought it was a really good flavor. I mean, it could have been a touch hotter, but not much more. Especially if, like they said, they're trying to go for a flavor enhancer, not a palate destroyer. Yeah, true. And they're not trying to compete on hot ones. <laughs> uh, but you can drink a, ta- a, a full tablespoon of it for three calories. That's not bad at all. No. no and I'm going say... to tell you... A, a... What? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I was going to say, um, you know, I'm just, I'm a paranoid person by nature. And so I saw that, yeah, like, are. it had gotten delivered to your house. And you didn't say anything like, oh, hey, I got the hot sauce. And I'm like, shit, did I have the wrong address somehow? Did I send it to the wrong place? <laughs> and I was like... I wait, gave you a couple days. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe like he left for work or something. And then I waited the next day and it's like still nothing. And I'm like, shit. So finally, you got it on Tuesday and Thursday. I'm like, hey, um, did you, did you get the hot sauce? Yep. So that's why I asked. <laughs> it's okay. But but... See, I was thinking maybe somebody in like Baton House in New Jersey got free hot sauce. Could be, but they didn't. I picked it up. And actually like, the way oh. they were marketing it wasn't like how great the hot sauce was. They're more marketing it on like. It, it's like safe to order and ship, so they like were like showing you that they could drop the hot sauce bottle from like a pretty how high they could drop it without it breaking, and then with the packaging, also like basically the packaging was indestructible. So I'm like, all right, they really want me to order the hot sauce can test because it won't break. <laughs> I've never seen really hot sauce. That's too funny. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, they'll uh. They'll appreciate our review and send us a, a discount code or something. That would you, know be what, you know what the bad thing is about hot sauces, though? <clears throat> and it's just a me thing. Dude, What's I that? get the fucking runniest noses after I start fucking eating spicy food. That's, that's, that, that sounds about white. That is true. I can tolerate the heat, but my body's like full, like self-destruct mode like oh god it's hot do whatever we need to run the nose run the nose just run the nose i don't know if it'll help but run the nose (laughs) right and like meanwhile you're like it's not really that hot dude like nose it's not that hot like i've you know i've seen people eating like super spicy foods like on where it's like their eyes are watering and their nose is running but it's because it's spicy not because it's just you know mild sauce from del taco or taco bell (laughs) right Oh man, so that was that was pretty good. Thank you, Danny, I, you for uh, letting me eat on the show. You're welcome. At least I thought you were getting like a crunchy taco. I'm kind of disappointed that you uh, didn't disgust our listener even more. 
Um, I do apologize. I just, I've only been up since like one. It's like 2.30. Well, the show started at two. I just didn't have time to run to Taco Bell and back. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just saying like that's, it's probably better that you went with the enchilada, not the, so we just didn't have to hear. Good times. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, man. Apple's messing with me again, Sean. What are they and I doing found out why. Apparently, there's, a, there's a, a legitimate reason, but I don't I don't like it either. So they... um, Not only are they pissing off uh, Facebook and Instagram, which is basically the same company now, but they're also pissing me off. Um, I, in the new... Like, with the new update, you can, like, set your private security settings pretty high, and one of the ones is that it gets rid of basically targeted all, like targeted ads and so facebook is starting to uh charge people to use facebook if they do in fact turn on all of the privacy settings because that's how they make all their money is through the targeted ads because people aren't necessarily you know advertising like stuff anymore like on facebook you know how they used to like how they used to throw us like hey here's some money make an ad for your podcast and it's like dude we like we get like one more we get like 10 more views for ten dollars it's not worth it bro like no one uses facebook anymore for that and True so, uh, if you do turn off your, if you do, uh, get rid of the targeted ads or make it so that basically make it so that Facebook can't sell your information. Cause that's the other thing they make all their money on. You know, you got all these anti-vaxxers saying that they're not going to get the vaccine from, cause Bill Gates is going to put a microchip in you as they're posting it from their smartphone on Facebook. That's basically has more information about you than anybody ever, including like, you know, the government. Um, right. Even Amazon. I have a, a friend that used to work for Amazon. And he was talking about the amount of like um, data they keep on people when they order is amazing, like crazy. Like he worked on these programs, and they, he's like, they could tell, he could tell people what they were. You could probably tell what people were going to order off Amazon before they knew what they were going to order off Amazon based off their order history. Like, um, it's been a quite, a, it's been a, more than a few years, but this um, this guy got a thing in the mail talking about congratulations on your new baby, and. Um, he like wrote to Target. It was like from Target. It was like and coupons for like diapers and stuff. And so he like got pissed at Target and like went through the like their customer service department and stuff and was complaining that no one in the house was pregnant. That, but come to find out that um, his teenage daughter was pregnant. And that's how he found out was because she went and bought like a birth like a um, pregnancy test and a couple other like some vitamins or whatever. And sort of like oh you're buying these things, that must mean you're having a baby. So here's an ad for other things. True. Or when but, you do um, a Google search on something and every everything is just a reminder about your search and why you should have bought it already. Or um, it's even worse when you've already bought it. You're like, dude, I already bought this thing. I don't I need own, it anymore. I already own this. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah, I've... Uh... I've gotten into this new um, addiction slash hobby. I mean, like, you know, we're both the same way, where we form a new hobby and we kind of jump in, like, all the way. Not even, like, feet first. We just jump, like, completely in. So I've been buying all these uh, minor league baseball hats. And I'll get, like, ads from, like, different, like, like from Fanatics and from MLB Shop showing all the different minor league baseball hats that I don't have yet. It's like... 
offering the drug it's like offering a drug like if if you walked outside your house and there was just drug dealers all the way linked up between like your front door and your car it's not good for me no it's not good for anybody but um but one of the things they changes they did also was to their podcast app. They made it like it's kind of a lot harder to find like if you're back if you're um, backed up on um, episodes because they uh, um, you have to like push more buttons basically to get to listen to the back episodes. But then the other thing they did was they changed the term on like when you um, up, like subscribe to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was trying to figure out why and. Um, it's because they're basically setting it up so that if you want to, as a podcaster, you can start to charge a subscription fee through Apple Podcasts for people to listen to your podcast. Mm. Nearly free of charge. So, like, you know, you, if you charge like two dollars, like a dollar an episode, or so much money a month, then you know Apple, of course, would get their cut, and then you would get whatever money's left over. So, you know, I'm sure this will affect like people that listen to like. Like some of the higher rated podcasts, like, um, like some of the murder mystery ones that are super popular, they're not worried about like shows like ours. I, I don't think um, anybody, but you know, maybe maybe your mom and dad would pay for to subscribe to the podcast. Maybe. And even they've already proven they're not willing to pay for the pod subscribe to the podcast because <laughs> they haven't given us anything yet for the podcast. So I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, no, we're not charging. We're going to stay free because that's what the people want. What's what the people need? Free entertainment. Exactly. For, not well, good entertainment. Uh, free entertainment. I was going to say, I don't know if it's, consi- I don't know what's, what, where the, where you draw the line of what's entertainment and what's not entertainment. Oh man. So I read another, uh, comic, Sean, in my quest to get caught up on my backlog. Mm-hmm. And this one is a Vertigo comic called um, High Level. And Vertigo basically was like what DC's um, adult branch of their comics. Would that be mm-hmm. an accurate description? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like they, I believe they, it was more for, you know, random writings that they didn't want relevant in the DC universe and it's a lot more um, independent more independent wise stuff but it is still published sometimes I feel like they like they send some of their writers that write DC books when they want to write something different they'll be like okay send it to Vertigo right so they had like Sandman Hellblazer Preacher and Fables were all kind of part of the Vertigo and so they ended up discontinuing it and they transitioned it to what's known now as DC's Black Label. Hmm, interesting. Um, So the book I was reading is called High Level. And it basically, of course, takes place in a dystopian future where everybody's at war, you know, and the the rich control everything. Kind of generic, you know, futurescapes, right? That's pretty much how everybody predicts the future going to be. Um. And so this woman, she's like kind of like living on the outskirts because she doesn't really want to get involved. And um, she ends up running into a guy she like had a thing with who ended up leaving so he could go join the army working with like the the people that live in the high level. 
and she, uh, um, she, uh, basically he like gives her something to take back to the high level to an area he necessarily, he can't go to without like being seen or known. Like he wants this to be a secret trip. And so it ends up being a girl who can sense where the old timers kept their weapons and how she can even open them. And so it's her, it's basically the story of her trying to, um, get this girl home. And there's only six issues and it came out basically when Vertigo was being, uh, going away. And so they did the sixth issue, left it on a major cliffhanger and they're like, yeah, we're not going to continue this on black label, on black label. Fuck your shit. Yeah. But then, you know, I mean, how could they not continue this book when they have such great reviews from like, uh, movie maker, Scott Wampler, who puts it succinctly, it fucks. It fucks? What is, what is yeah, the fucking, what is that? that? I don't even true. know what you mean. Oh my god. Yeah, so Vertigo so Comics was, like, was always under DC, so um, I didn't really even know that much about Vertigo other than it was part of DC, so, but yeah, and, um, DC made Vertigo, especially for these brands, and I guess they're just deciding to bring it under DC Black Label for so everything can be published under one banner. Right, and and the book, like they put, like it's weird because they also have a, a I'm looking on the website for the book, they have a uh, um, a soundtrack that you can either like download it on Band Bandcamp or listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music. It's like 80 minutes of music from a six-issue uh, comic book. <laughs> like, if if it didn't end on such a, like, cliffhanger, like if they wrapped it up or made it where it's like, oh, it could either end or keep going. Because, like, at the end of the book, shit goes awry, and the person that she thought was the big bad, like, isn't. And, like, they get killed, and then somebody comes along and it's like, oh... That you thought that was the bad person? I'm the bad person. And I am like, the I'm bad. gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you. And then the last you. panel is her. Uh... What's that? Right. And she's like, I'm gonna come back and kill you. Basically, yeah. So like, the last panel is her like walking down, you know, the end of the old Incredible Hulk TV show style, walking down an empty road, on her way to kill the big bad person, mm. or what you think is, the, or the new big bad person, because there might even be a bigger badder person. Yeah. As a Ewan McGregor says in uh, the prequel movies as Obi-Wan Kenobi, there's always a bigger fish. Or is that Kwai Khan Jinn? <laughs> I thought it was Kwai I can't remember if it was in episode one or two when they said Oh, no, I think it's episode one, so it must have been Kwai Khan Jinn before he got yeah. cut in half. Yeah. It was Dark Knight um, was cut in half. They were both cut in half. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. God, he just got stabbed. He just got run through. You are so, correct, sir. That's why I wrote... Uh, um, he came back later. Darth Maul did with robot legs. Do, 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 do. All the villains coming All back. Right. Oh. Darth Maul, Boba. I can't wait for Boba. I bet that should better be good. I'm gonna be angry. Right. Yeah. This you gotta wait till December. So I've been watching this anime, Sean. I didn't realize it was kind of a sequel to another mm-hmm. anime until like. Like the fourth episode, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this kind of makes sense because this anime is boring. Like, there's nothing really going on. And then 
Apparently, it takes place after another anime. Um, and this is like where all the shit happened, and this is like the peaceful time. Mm-hmm. So it starts off, and the main character is like, you know, I've been told I should write a, a book about my life, but I don't really know where to begin. So I'm just gonna kind of like write a bunch of stories and then see how it goes together. And so that's the name of the the anime is the Slime Diaries. Mm-hmm. Which did you watch the um? The first series, the uh, reincarnated as a slime. I tried it. I couldn't get into it, man. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know a lot of people that like it, so I'm not telling anybody not to watch it. But I, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I mean, like I'm watching this, like, and there's no villain. Like, apparently, all the villains in true anime style have become, you know, from the original show, have become her. The well, the main. I, I thought the main character was a girl up until, like, the fourth episode also. Yeah. And it's a dude. Yeah. And he ends up, um, he's, he's a slime, and then he ends up friends with, with a elf person, female lady, for sure female lady. And she's, like, dying of whatever, and he, like, absorbs her, and then, like, he can somehow morph into her as a slime. I I don't know, but he's still a guy. Right. And the most powerful creature <laughs> in the land. Yeah. By far. Yeah. And so, like, basically this one, like, there's, like, an ep- of course there's the beach episode, because he's, like, in my land, when it's hot in summertime, we go to the beach, and then they have the summer, in my land, when it's, su- like, summer's almost over, we have the summer festival with all these foods and fireworks. Oh, and by the way, you have a week to make it happen. Oh, and, you know, so all these things are, like, basically... Like, talking about the building of the city after the peace was attained. And mm. it's just them, like, killing time. There's no v- villain. There's no battle. There's no real hardship other than, like, like the three girls that, like, his assistant who has, like, and, like, two others that are, like, and, like, the, the wood nymph. And I don't even know what the other girl necessarily does, but she's there. And, like, they're all just kind of fawning over his affection. And it wasn't until, like... Um, the beach episode when I realized it was a dude. <laughs> I thought it was just like like a, a little like a younger girl. Yeah. Like preteen age. No, it's a dude. It is. But yeah, it's It's a like dude, it's all it's all he ha- always has been. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing about anime. It's like back, back, back when uh, Mori Povich was like really entertaining. When I was in school, like I'd miss a day, you know, you'd miss school from being sick, and you'd watch Mori Povich, and they'd have like the when they weren't doing the "You Are Not the Father" episodes, they had the episodes where they bring out like um, when you like like people, and it's like, all right, audience, is this a man or a woman? And you'd have to decide. Oh boy. And it's like uh, you're like, look, I don't see an Adam's apple. All right. My my erection says it's a girl, so I really hope it's true. Because <laughs> it's not, it's going to be awkward. Like in the like the Hangover movie, movie when he uh, ends up hooking up with the Malaysian girl, who at least thought was a girl, and it's like we both came at the same time, and he's like figured out what they meant and was not pleased. <laughs> no. Oh man, so I don't think this is the best segue for you know it's kind of like. Uh, 
I was listening to this. I have this CD, and it has like it's all random songs from Quentin Tarantino soundtracks. And um, he's talking about the Steelers' wheeler stuck in the middle. But before that, like way he talks about it is, you know, when you see it, when you when you see a song in a movie, that like whatever scene is on there, like you your mind associates that scene and that song together forever. And so he's like, I don't think a Steelers Wheelers appreciates the imagery that I put with their song because that's the song where Michael Madsen cuts off the cop's ear in Reservoir Dogs. And he's like dancing around to it and stuff. And so I was gonna say, I don't think um, us having a conversation about lady dudes. Is the, is the smoothest transition to uh, Marvel movies for the Phase 4, the announcement that they had, and the trailer they had. So anyways, let's talk about Marvel movies. And the fucking... Yeah, so they let's, see, this... let's see if we're, they're going to fuck up Fantastic Four for a third time. Can we put money on the table? I mean, have they really... I mean, they've had some movies that weren't that great. And if you don't listen to the guys, people that are just assholes, for, for seemingly for the sake of being assholes... Um, about um Captain Marvel, like they really haven't ruined a movie, and or a character at least. Like we'll some see. of the movies aren't the best. Like the second Thor isn't the best, and maybe Captain Marvel might, might not have been the best movie, but they didn't necessarily destroy the character the way Fox destroyed Doctor Doom multiple times. I I just don't want to be hurt again, man. I can't do it. I mean, am I wrong? Is, has any character been done more wrong in the comics than Doctor Doom? He has definitely been the the poorly done character. I think out of most of the, I have all the movies. So I was I've been watching like, I watched a couple videos from these guys that are basically like, um, they hate like you know Star Wars now because of women, and they hate you know um the MCU because of Captain Marvel and like Brie Larson. Cause Brie Larson said something mean to them one time. Um, <laughs> and she didn't, apparently she didn't smile enough in Captain Marvel, even though like, if you watch the movie, paid attention, like the whole point was that, um, she was supposed to be like, she was taught to be emotionless. Right. Yes. Like that was like one of the, the soldiers, like the soldiers in that army were supposed to be emotionless. So of course he's not going to smile. Like Jude Law never smiled, but I guess because he's a dude, dudes don't have to smile. I'm a dude playing a dude playing another dude. Exactly. So, of course, the first one everyone knows is Black Widow. Oh, mm-hmm. in the trailer, also they're accusing um, like Marvel of like triggering the member berries because they had like a like it was overlaid with a quote from uh, Stan Lee. And then, of course, people made like ones mocking it, showing some of the as they say woke moments in the MCU because you know, go woke, get go woke, get woke, go broke is their big rallying cry. What? You know, the people that say, like, I watch I watch movies to escape reality. There shouldn't be so many women and minorities in these movies because that's the reality I have to face. And I don't want to I want that to be my fantasy world with no women or minorities. (laughs) Jesus. It's sad that that's how people feel. Yeah, they're sad. They're a sad person that should probably just go away forever. So exactly. So Black Widow is the first movie, you know. Finally, after being pushed back for basically a year, mm-hmm. a little more than a year, because I think it was supposed to come out like in like May this like last year. So it's, I think it's already been a year. Um, to the summer, and then we Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. and then the Eternals, or as the people in there are calling it, the Her Eternals or the They Them Eternals. 
<laughs> it's like, oh man, the same jokes over and over again. Dude, you guys are so fucking clever. <laughs> um, you know, but Angelina Jolie is like the star of this movie, and it's like, come on, dude. We, I don't even think we've seen like, like a teaser trailer for this movie, other than like when they when they announced it being launched. What are you already, where are you getting this her Eternals or the they them Eternals from? Are you already like being a little triggered, snowflakes? Yes. And yes, they are. Then No Way Home, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Love and, and Twenty. So these are the, the up until Spider Man is all this year. So you got Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, and Spider Man this year. The next year you got Doctor Strange, Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, wait till they find out that there's a female Thor in that, and that's actually based on the comics, not yeah. yeah Thor is lo- is Thor. That one is Love and Thunder, right? Yes. Got you. Written by um, one of the my favorite, and I think I will agree, your favorite comic book um, writers, Jason Aaron, A. Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wait till like they're like, oh man, why? Why is I, I met people who claim to be comic book fans, but haven't read a comic book in like forty years, will be like mad that like Jane Foster, Jane, it's like Jane Foster was never Thor in the comics, not my iron, not my Thor hashtag. It's like, um, yeah, she was, and it was actually a really amazing arc. Mm-hmm. Especially the part where she was like dying of cancer, and she would get chemo as Jane Foster, and then she turned into Thor, and basically, the Thor powers wouldn't cure her chemo, but it, I mean, cure her cancer, but it would basically push the chemo out of her body. So anytime she uh, transformed to Thor, it was her killing herself. Um, mm-hmm. And then Black in twenty twenty two Black uh, Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep saying that they're not going to replace T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like necessarily make a Black Panther, so people are trying to figure out what what's going on the there. Be about. Yeah, it's mm. either like I've heard rumors that either it's going to be a prequel, or from what this description is, it seems like more it's going to be like just based on like the different tribes mm-hmm. in the in the in the country. Maybe it's them coming to terms with something. Maybe maybe they'll have T'Challa pass away in the in the movie, and mm-hmm. it'll be them coming to terms with that and trying to. Uh, rebuild society there um and then this is the one that all the get woke go broke i hate brie larson because she didn't smile enough and she one time got mad at a press conference because there was too many white men there she hates white men even though like (laughs) what she said was like wow this is a pretty large group you'd expect to see like a few like more people that aren't white and male in here covering a you know movie woman um, a movie about a woman and apparently that like triggered all everybody's jimmies and so but this one isn't going to be a straight uh captain marvel 2 it's going to be called the marvels and so she'll be joined with uh monica rambo who uh got powers in wandavision and then they're going to in the um making a disney plus series based on the new miss marvel that took carol danvers place when she became captain marvel Um, okay. But you know what's funny too is another thing that they complain about Captain Marvel is the whole Mary Sue thing where she's like overpowered as a woman for no reason. And it's like, but you're okay with like Superman being overpowered just because he's an alien or you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because he's a dude. Um, because even in the comics, Captain Marvel is like easily top five, if not top three strongest characters. Even going back to when it was Captain Marvel the dude. Right? 
Yeah, it definitely was one of the powerful ones. So for them to be like Captain Marvel is, you know, powerful in the movies isn't because it's a woman. And I wonder if like they would have made the, like Jude Law's character Captain Marvel instead of Brie Larson. Like they would have made Captain like had the and then had Miss Marvel be the Carol Danvers character first. If people would have been like, that's the way it should be. It's, yeah. Or if they find something to complain about, anyways. Probably that one. <laughs> push back to 2023, you got the Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy for sure, and then TBA, Fantastic Four, and the New Blade. And then in June, short couple weeks, June 11th, I believe. Yes, June 11th, that is a Friday. Uh, Loki will start up. And then the, mis- the, the What If show, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be animated. And I think, like, one of them is supposed to be, like, what if um, Peggy Carter was injected with the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and then they'll have the Miss Marvel and Hawkeye also this year. And then next year, your favorite character, Discount Batman, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Woo! Then you got She-Hulk, and then a bunch of them to be, to be, to be announced date-wise. they got Secret Invasion, Ironheart. So they're going to bring the Riri Williams character out, which I never read her story, but from what I, um, like the synopsis I got, seemed based and solely based from people that um, hated the fact that they made made a a non-white female have the Iron Man armor in the comics. And they're like, like, well, she's not a good person, and she's not a hero, and she's not this. And it's like, (laughs) <laughs> Does she have to be? If is it like is it a good story? Like no one ever complained if the story was good or not. They always just complained about the character. And so I guess come to find out that like the, the armor wasn't given to her by Tony Stark. She stole it, but she was trying to do good with it. And I'm like, that's an interesting story, right? Mm-hmm. I think and it then, is. So then Armor Wars, and then and then I am Groot. I didn't know I am Groot was getting a TV show. I did not know that either. And then not this Christmas, but next year. And then not this... I didn't see that announced anywhere, so that's interesting. And it's supposed to be... I guess it's going to be his baby form in a series of original shorts. And then they're going to do a television special. Not this year, but next year. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Written and directed by James Gunn. Okay. So... But yeah, when they when they like like the video I was watching, like he was like way too happy that the like Captain Marvel got demoted, and they're saying that it's because the Captain Marvel movie didn't do as good as they hoped, even though it made more than enough profit. So I don't know like where they where he feels that it didn't do up, live up to Disney's expectations. Um, and may, you know this might have what if this was like not necessarily their plan the whole time, but maybe for the third movie. But coronavirus pushed everything back, and so they're just like you know what, screw it, we'll make the second one or third. Of combining all the like the Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and whatever Monica Rambeau's um, name is, I, I I forgot it. I knew it and then I forgot it. And I remembered it when the WandaVision was on, like Photon. Oh, Photon, that's the name. Photon. Mm. I kept wanting mm. to say Scion, <laughs> but it's Photon. That's so funny. I don't know. Like I didn't have a I didn't have that big of a problem with Captain Marvel. Like, and any you know especially with like sci-fi movies or fantasy movies like comic book movies and Star Wars type movies like if you 
are fully just by the fiction and just let them tell you the story. They're great movies, but the minute you start trying to um, dissect plot or motivation or pretty much anything, they're like, you can just pretty much, they're almost like ridiculously laughable, right? Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, if you pick and choose, like if you have the nostalgia for like, and love for Captain America, and I guess somebody's renting billboards in LA trying to convince either Robert Downey Jr. to come back or Marvel to bring Robert Downey Jr. back. (laughs) And I don't know if this was because of, or the question was asked because of the billboards, but he was on Joe Rogan. And he asked about him coming back. And Joe Rogan asked him about if he was coming back as Iron Man. And he was like, he's like, no. He's like, and Joe Rogan was like, well, you guys opened up the whole door with, um, like time travel and stuff. So anything can happen. And Robert Downey Jr. posed the question. He's like, so you don't think it cheapens what happened at the end of Endgame to have me just come back and be fine? And Joe Rogan was like, no, it's comic books, man. (laughs) Everybody comes back, bro. Yes. And so, um, I watched this movie called, uh, the glass tower based on a true story. And, um, Mostly just, I watched it because of who was in it. It's um, Woody Harrelson and Brie Larson. And, you know, it's pretty funny when uh, given, like, the right direction or even the right character, how different actors look in the movie, right? Like, you know, you have the year where Halle Berry both won the Academy Award and then showed up at the Razzies for Catwoman. Yeah. Holding her Academy Award as she accepted her Razzie. <laughs> or, like, uh, Hayden Christensen. Or, like, Hayden Christensen, like, when the prequels first came out, and everyone talked about how horrible of an actor he was and how his lines were delivered all awkward. And then as time comes on, like, not only did you find out that there were, like, better lines filmed that were cut from the movie that, like, added a lot of, like, explanation as to why the characters acted the way they did, but then you find out that um, anytime Hayden Christensen tried to deviate from acting a certain way, Lucas would stop, like, yell cut and tell him, no, no, do it the way I told you to. And so basically, like, similar, like, you know, Anakin, you know, Hayden Christensen is young, Anakin Skywalker seem to be put under the same, um, like, restrictions as Brie Larson in Captain Marvel, where it's like, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to always act this way and react this way and not have emotion or, you know, so. Yeah. But basically the story is, like, she grew up poor and her fam her parents were very, like, like, don't trust the government. And so they basically, like... Um, traveled around the country anytime they, like, bill collectors tried to catch up to them and stuff, and so um, the dad was an alcoholic, abusive, and so the, her, the sisters, like, the, they had, it was uh, three girls and a boy, and they tried to get away, and he was, like, when the first one left, he was, like, mad and, like, kind of took it out on the rest of the kids, and so she was the second one to leave, and she ended up going to a college in New York, and um, I mean, it was just a fucked up situation, but it's a pretty good movie. But okay. it just definitely shows that, uh, you know, Brie Larson can act. And she can smile. It's weird. Um, <laughs> imagine that, having being a human being and having emotions beyond, you know, what you expect out of them. It's too but, much, Red. It's too much work. Yeah. And, like, Marvel, <laughs> not just, like, the MCU, but all Marvel has ruined, like, movies for me. Because, like, this one, it's like, ooh, this one has Captain Marvel and Carnage in it. That is funny, though. 
<laughs> yeah, anytime I see a movie with anybody that like been in a, a superhero, it's like, ooh, it's Superman and this person. So Superman, Superman, Superman. Oh. So Danny, this week they released the new trailer for the season starting this Tuesday, May 11th. It is now we are going to enter in season of the Splicer. Um, did you watch the trailer? I did. Yes. Okay. The, the only thing I took out of it was the fact that the um, fallen babies. Fallen babies. Yeah, it's the hot new thing. First we had Baby Yoda. Now we have fallen babies. The world is getting too emotional around babies. Everybody's everybody's in baby the fever. The one fallen had like three of them in like one arm. He had like eight <laughs> arms and like three babies in like one arm. <laughs> uh, but so this season, there's vex activity going on, and we're not really sh we can't really get into it. We need help, so we uh, we're gonna go ask our new fallen friends, the House of Light, for help. So, I think his name is Mythos. I can't remember his name. It starts with an M, though. He's like the new leader of this House of Light. And um, there's a couple missions that you interact with him. And he's kind of like one of the fallen that are seeking peace and are not trying to kill humans. Um... So it's kind of interesting that we're going to uh, work with him because it was something that at the end of Beyond Light, you know, all the fallen that, you know, want peace are starting to flock to him. And there's some missions that you're trying to protect fallen ships from the, um, the other fallen houses. So it's interesting to see that they're finally um, coming together as, as well. So, like, some of our stories are coming together. So, this um, this season, we're going to have a six-man, six-person um, activity. Not sure what it's really going to be, but, you know, we'll be smashing some Vex across the, the way. And then we're going to travel, you know, through the time zones and stuff, just like before. Um, interesting, Ikora comes back. So, Ikora... I don't know what it is, but her voice actor has been gone for a while. And I, if I've if I've read and I haven't done too much research, it sounds like they actually replaced the voice actor for Ikora as well, just like they did with um, Ghost. So I don't know if there was some dispute or whatnot, but Ikora's back um, handling the Vex with her mentor Osiris. Um, also this season, we've already—I I think we kind of talked about it. <coughs> the Vault of Glass raid is coming back on May twenty-second, um, so that'll be—that uh, was the the first raid of Destiny One. So they've—they're bringing it back for Destiny Two with some updates to handle the new additional firepower from our Guardians. So Destiny Two, um, a lot of the supers and abilities and weapons were just not around in Destiny 1. So there's a lot changed though. They've had to they're change it sounds like they're changing some of the mechanics around to make it a little bit more of a balanced fair fight. So really excited about that. Um and then the the only thing and we'll probably talk about it in August when it gets here um or in July I mean, but the uh the summer the summer um 
uh, event that we always do, Solace of Heroes. Um, it will be here, so we'll be able to work. We'll probably do some fun activities with that too. So, seems like an interesting season. It has an interesting um, story arc. It has, you know, we got Vogue back. Um, we'll have to wait to see how this six-man activity is. Um, I don't know. I I think it'll be I think it'll be a fun season. I don't think I don't know if I'm gonna say it's gonna be the best season. Um, it is. We are now in the third um, season for this year. Uh, be, with so Beyond Light had the first season, and then we had the second season with um, uh, season of the Chosen with the Cabal, and now we have the Vex again. So we'll have to see where we kind of go with this. I'm I'm uh, I know um, the next giant kind of. Um, drop dlc drop it got pushed back so typically they do a drop in the fall and so we're not going to get a fall drop in 2021 we're going to get a spring drop in 2022 so it's going to be interesting to see how these seasons kind of carry through because technically i think it does seem kind of more extended so there must be like august to through the winter is probably going to be the fourth season that season pass hold because I can't imagine it going that far beyond. I feel like the seasons were shorter and they've extended them this year because of that fault, that pushback. Right. There seems to be more like lag at the end than there was in the past. Yeah. Because I was just kind of thinking about it. There used to be four seasons in a, uh, a year. And so they did season of the, uh, I forget the one where they did with the path with uh the with beyond light but then they did we just got done with season of the chosen and now we have season of the splicer so we still have one more season for 2021 that we paid for so it seems like they're making them a little bit longer to help cover the drought between between releases right and i was reading a thing on uh reddit another you know of course you know complaining about the game um but this one actually seemed to have a, a legitimate complaint that when um, when they regained control of the game, one of the things that they said that they would prioritize was PvP. And he was kind of bringing up the point that um, they haven't really added any new maps, and they're fairly like basically there's no new maps and reskinned weapons is all they've gotten. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, has that, how does that show that you're committed to PvP when you've done nothing for it? No, I mean, I definitely think that PvP and, and I would even say parts of Gambit have just kind of been put away to the side for whatever reason. I don't know what it what it is, but yeah, I would definitely say um, PvP, there's some issues and it just, I don't know, it's just not... Um, it's not working. Um, you know the, you know it's di very difficult to want to play trials with the amount of cheating and different things going on in there. So, and I I've even told some people that they should do per season. Um, once you make it to the lighthouse, you get you get put into a different category of matchmaking. Where you could find, you could earn like adept weapons and all sorts of cool shit. But 
just let like if you made it once, just like let let all the good stuff go to the second round of the pool instead of because there's people right now that all they do is they'll they'll go in win a game and reset their card and just keep staying there because you have to play people with uh, the same card so you know it's very easy to just go through and just pound people that you know can't win a match versus actually trying to complete the card right like they're not their 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 goal isn't to win their goal is to just grief other people yeah i feel sometimes I that's feel fun like for that. that. <laughs> uh no uh, so thing, what your plan is like the other thing problem the only problem with your plan though is like in like final fantasy 14 where like there's some of the harder raids people were complaining that it wasn't fair that they couldn't do that content it's like well we pay for the we pay for the game we should be able to do all the content and it's like, yeah, you can do the content. You just have to get good enough to do the higher level stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah but we shouldn't have to be – there shouldn't be boundaries for us to be able to do all the content. We should be able to just go and play whatever we want whenever we want. Yeah, and so I, think if, you, I think you should – you still can though because because it's PvP. It's just the matchmaking part like for the season. Once you hit the light – once you made it to the lighthouse, now you can go in and earn all the adept weapons and stuff. People are still going to pay for carries because that's what you have to do today. Like, if you're a terrible PvP, you got to hope that you find somebody that'll carry you to the lighthouse or you'll have to, you know, pay somebody to carry you there. So I don't think, I don't, and as long as we're not giving adept weapons to, like, the first lighthouse, I think it has proper balance because the people that are going to grind and get to the lighthouse multiple times are still going to be able to do that and then people that just want to you know um, experience trials and get further than one or two rounds you know are going to have a better chance of actually getting a completion but they're going to have to figure out and get better or do whatever they need to to go back to the lighthouse and um and so they could get the new, the better um, adept weapons. So, right. Well, and that's what I was saying though, because like we're like, well, what if I can't? I what if I can't make it to the second lighthouse? Like, I want those weapons. I want the adapt weapons, but I don't want to have to grind to get there. Well, there's people that can't get to can't get to the lighthouse anyway, so it doesn't right. It, does, it doesn't change that much because. Um, you can't get there because you're getting your ass beat from either cheaters or the sweat lords. So you're not going to get there because you're a shitty PvP player or you have a shitty team. So there's already people that just can't get any of the weapons. They just do the, uh, they'll grab the weekly bounty and jump off cliffs and kill themselves and just take the, the one point for a loss and do that ten times. Yeah, but... I know, and, and I'm not saying that the people who are complaining about not being able to do certain things are right. I'm just saying that that's the reality you face when you play a game like this. Yeah. Um, or when you develop a game like this, I guess. True. Very true. Uh, but I did... But uh, I mean, oh, I was going to just say, yesterday I, uh, I finally soloed a Pit of Heresy on my Titan without any cheats. So, nice. I, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to some new content. 
Yeah, I'm definitely too. I wasn't really that big into this Cabal season. Um, I just was like, I thought I got really tired of the of the event um, for this season. So, you know, the three person going in and challenging Cabal. I mean, I don't think it was terrible by means. I just I thought I thought it got boring pretty quickly. I mean, there was some fun stuff, but not a lot. Like, yeah. like once I didn't have to do the um, the hammer charge stuff, yeah. I was like, okay, cool, I can actually play the game. <laughs> and you know what the best part is about this season? It starts to do that thing where it only increases by 10. So the new light level cap will be 1320. So if you're already at 1310, then you just do pinnacles and you'll be able to get back up to 1320. And the new Vog Rig comes out and you add a 13, 1300 light level cap. So I'm already at cap. So I'm happy about that. Nice. Exactly. Sounds like fun. <laughs> and with that, that ends today's show. Thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Podcasts. Facebook, Instagram, Untapped, all those magical places. And Danny doesn't want Instagram. to make a review. Oh, did I say? Did I say Instagram? I don't know. I was trying to think. I don't remember. I was um <laughs> spaced out for a second, like I usually do when you do your um. Outro. I think you're ready to call my name. <laughs> make sure you leave a comment as well. It does help us out. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Later.